Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Below the Surface. I'm your host, Caroline Mason, and today we're going to be joined by Ava Ellinger, who was one of my middle school best friends. Um, we have a lot of fun reminiscing and catching up, but we also both grew up with divorced parents. So we talk a lot about that and how it's affected our perspective on relationships. She talks a little bit about her current relationship, and then we talk about Smile Train, which is an organization that Ava is an ambassador for that raises money for children who were born with a cleft lip. And I don't want to give too much away about that, but she is a ball of sunshine. She's so fun to talk to, and she's doing amazing things. So I hope that can kind of come through with this episode. And yeah, so without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Ava Ellinger. (laughs) Okay, hey Ava. Hey. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, so... Today, I thought that we would talk a little bit about, we both obviously have parents that are divorced, and um, that's a part of my life, like, when my parents were getting divorced, but, like, especially that immediate aftermath of that is a part of my life that I definitely had friends there for, but a lot of my current best friends weren't there for, and you were, and, and that's why I love childhood friends, and I think they're so important, because it's, like, they see these parts of your life that nobody else gets to see, and... And it's, so it's nice to, like, kind of be able to hang out with you again and, like, talk about all that stuff because also, like, <laughs> something that I've noticed that we've talked about is that I, like, forget I, – I don't know if it's, like, a psychological, like, deep-rooted, like, coping mechanism. Like, I, like, dissociate from the things that have happened to me. But, like, I don't remember myself before a certain age. And so it's good to have people in my life that are, like, no. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, and so that's why I'm, like, so excited to talk to you. And we've been friends since we were, like – fourth grade I think yeah. we're on the same soccer team in fourth grade and then ever since it's been like your name in my bio yeah <laughs> ever since but like let's see fourth grade to like I don't know eighth grade or whatever okay we didn't have names yeah. in our bios at that time but you know what I mean like that yeah. level of friendship there's so many underlying layers yes yes and we so we've been friends for quite some time and um and obviously like there was no falling out <laughs> I just want to make that clear yeah. we just like went to different schools and everything but um yeah. every time we hang out I feel like it's like the same so it's really yeah. nice I, I agree I'm so happy and that so- we like get to hang out again and, like, yeah stuff. I'm really excited because I mean even like if we don't see you for a year it's still like still besties yes like long lost best friends yes I know <laughs> it's so sweet I actually didn't I wasn't there when your parents got divorced because your mm-hmm. parents got divorced pretty young so do you want to yeah. talk about that yeah, well, my parents got divorced when I was eight, and it was just kind of a weird time in my life because it's, I don't really remember much from it, like you were talking about. I don't know if it's a coping me- me- oh my gosh, I don't know if it's a coping mechanism, but um, I just tend to like forget everything that happened around that time, besides like key moments. Yeah, so no, it's same. Weird. It's so bizarre. It's so like, strange. I don't, I, it's like I want to ask people, like, is this? The same for you, and I wish I had kept a journal, too. Obviously, I was young, so it wouldn't yeah. have been, like, very um, articulate descriptions, but I, I do, I'm, like, I wish, because I don't remember big yeah, things. Yeah, I don't, like, and it's so weird, because, yeah. like, but honestly, as, like, I grow, like, grew older, like, into my adulthood is when I'm remembering it yeah. more. Like, whenever I, like, spend more time with myself in, like, prayer and thought, like, yeah. that's when it comes out, and you're like, oh, my I know, gosh. I know. It'll like, be, that happens. something, it'll, like, trigger a memory. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot that happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's so wild. Okay, so, so your parents got divorced, and then your mom got remarried. She got remarried probably, like, two, three 
two years after they got divorced. And and then your it, stepdad is the dad of your your half brother. Yes. So you can talk so about um, so my parents got divorced, and then like obviously that was like a kick in the stomach as yeah. like an eight year old. Like you don't understand why or anything that's happening. And then um, two years later, I kind of remember this better, I guess, but still not really. But um, I was probably yeah like ten, and my mom got married to. Um, my little brother's dad. But he hadn't been born yet. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. been born yet. But, um, so, like, a year in, um, that, uh, oh, my gosh. A year in, Ethan was born, and, um. Well, do you want to talk about your, your you and your stepdad's relationship a little bit? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, before Ethan was born, like, me and my stepdad got, um, to be really close. And, like, it was just interesting to see how it's, like, someone who's your parent or someone who's not your parent can, like, have such a big impact on your life. So it was kind of just, like, it was my first, you could say, like, stable or what I felt was stable home, Mm -hmm. like, since my parents had gone divorced because I'd always just been with one parent. And so we, like, had a really great relationship and, um, like, he would make me laugh all the time. Like, it was, like, he was, like, my second dad pretty much. Um, and then, so then we had Ethan, which was, like, such a blessing, and, um, I just, we got closer from that, but then, like, shortly after Ethan was born, like, things got rocky, he got abusive to my mom, and things like that, like, it just got, like, the bad, like, picture, you know, and, like, it went from, like, me knowing him, and, like, he was, like, to the point where he would, like, joke with me all the time and be, like, oh, like, you do this, and, like, he made me lunch one time, and I I remember I told you this, but, um, he, uh, put, like, he nailed a sandwich to the wall, and, like, that's one of, like, my most vivid memories of him is him nailing the sandwich to the wall, because he was, like, so heartbroken that I didn't eat the sandwich he made, Right, and it was was just, just, like, like, yeah, it was, like, a, yeah, it was, like, a cute, like, stepdad daughter moment, where it's, like, oh, my gosh, so funny, like, whatever. Yeah, that's so sweet, too, because, like, I feel like in movies and stuff, step parents are typically depicted as this like they're like evil, evil. Yeah. right, right. And and I'm not saying I had that experience at all. Like I love yeah. both my step parents and everything, but my dad when he initially got remarried in 2014, um, I was like 13 or, tw- or 12 or 13, and and so you're at that age where it's like you've lived so much life without this new adult mm-hmm. figure, and you're not really into adults. Like, you don't yeah. want to – and then you're not old enough to, like, understand that, like, adults can be connected with, too. So it's just this awkward stage. And so it was, like, really hard for me and my siblings to connect with um, yeah. our new stepmom. And, and I think that was a huge reason why the relationship didn't work out. Um, but when you're younger, it's, it's so much easier yeah. for some reason, which is kind of beautiful. Like, my dad – um, so I have stepsisters now. My dad just got married in 2020, and um, they're six and eight, I think, and mm-hmm. they're so young, and so it's so easy for them to see my dad as their dad, and yeah. and, and to kind of, I, I guess, assimilate to that lifestyle. It's just so normal for them, because they haven't lived an entire life or figured out what they believe or figured out mm-hmm. what they think of people, you know? So it's it's just, like, it's really beautiful when you see that, like, purity in a relationship yeah. between a um a stepdad and a daughter but then obviously like it kind of didn't work out yeah some like I mean abuse that's Mm -hmm. not you know yeah like I mean it's just weird because like since I was so young it's like you put all your trust in these people and then 
whenever they do something that's wrong, it's just, like, so shocking. And you're like, I never thought that, like, after you read me bedtime stories every night, you did all this for me, and then you're just going to go and throw it all away like that. Yeah. And so it was, like, it was just a weird dynamic because I went from doing all that to, like, the police cars outside my house because my mom's, like, trying to get help, you know, like, things like that. And um, it was just kind of weird, and I just remember after, like, he did not really try to make a relationship with us, like, after the divorce. But, like, me as a, like, 10-year-old or 11-year-old girl, I literally, like, we went to the therapist and she was like, do you want the, like, do you want to keep seeing him? And I was like, why would I keep seeing him every single weekend, like, if he's not going to even try to talk to me either? So I was like, I'm just cutting all ties. And something weird actually happened today where, um... So, long story short, my mom was in a car accident. She was, like, kind of, like, can't move very fast. So, I drove her to pick up um, Ethan today, and I saw him. He was like, I'm not walking him out to the car. So, I walked to the door. Like, I was like, I'm here to pick up Ethan. Like, I I don't know. And then he was like, well, where's your mom? And I was like, she's in the car. She was in a car accident. And it was, like, this – it was so strange because any normal person, like, when you're hearing that, it's like – oh, how are they doing? Like, how are they feeling? It was just nothing. It was silent. You can't even have, like, that bit of sympathy to walk your own child out. Like, it's just weird. weird. Or even to say, like, how, like, they ended on bad terms, obviously, but it's like, you could at least say, oh, I mean, I hope she feels better. It's so weird. And I, I can't imagine. I've never been divorced. But it is so weird (laughs) because I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. The, like, dynamic when it's, like, you cared about someone and you love them so much and then all of a sudden there's, like, not only is it bad blood, but it's, like, hatred. I don't know. Yeah. It's just bizarre. But, I mean, like, and then so... that's so crazy to me, too. It's, like, the lack of compassion. I'm yeah, like... and it's, like, I like, you were my dad, like, second dad at one point and now it's, like, I can't even talk to you. I can't right. even look at you. That's like really it, tough. Like, it's, like, it disgusts me to look at him. Ugh. You know, it's just yeah. so strange. Um, And then another thing, too, is, which kind of goes back to the childhood relationships thing, or childhood friendships, but um, is, like, with siblings, I feel like, oh, how old is Ethan now, by the way? He is eight, I oh think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so with siblings, a lot of times that that kind of trauma, or going through something like that, kind of having to navigate having divorced parents and such, mm-hmm. is, um, it can be really bonding experience. Just like if you go through a traumatic experience with anyone, it could be yeah. a bonding experience. When I feel like we grew up, we were growing up, and I don't know, I feel like that was bonding because mm-hmm. we were seeing those parts of our lives that yeah. a lot of people didn't get to see, um, mm-hmm. like the childhood parts, and so I feel like that's bonding. So, I'm sure, like, I'm not an older sister technically, but my sister is, and from what I've heard, like, there's a sense of protecting like you Mm -hmm. need to be the protector for your sibling so yeah um I'm sure that was like definitely um there no whenever Ethan was born yeah so I mean that definitely came into play like I definitely became the protective older sister like still with my 15 year old brother 16 he just turned 16 sorry in March that's (laughs) crazy I know so it's like even with him but like more so Ethan since like I don't know I'm like a lot older yeah I'm like half mom half sister you know and especially since he was born with the Clefabin palette, it, like, made him more susceptible to, like, that bullying environment just because he might not look exactly like other people. And so, like, I definitely, I noticed that as, like, a 12-year-old. I was like, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to have to beat some kids up, <laughs> you know? He was born with the Clefabin palette, 
and none of us really knew what it was, so we were, like, so shocked and scared. So and, like, y'all didn't know it was, like, until he was born, y'all didn't know he was going No, okay. all, every single u- ultrasound, it was like, your baby's looking great, your baby's looking perfect. So it came out as a complete shock mm-hmm. to us. And um, it's basically just where your lip doesn't fuse with your mouth and nose. And um, so whenever it happened, I'm a middle school girl who, like, only care in the world is like, oh, likes I got today mm-hmm. like what do people think yeah of that's all I'm thinking so I go into the room when Ethan was born and um I was like what like that's my brother like no yeah. I feel so horrible saying that now but it was just like you don't know like it's just hard when other people like maybe look different but like you don't realize until like you become accustomed to it I guess yeah. and like not being exposed to that Especially, like, I'm sure so many people, like, our age now still have not been exposed to people with a club women palette because, like, it's not really talked about and there's not much awareness around it. It's so important to actually try to understand that and, like, see where people are coming from. You don't realize how much, how many people actually have these, like, disabilities yeah. and how much they're born with them. But I li- I was talking about how I became pre- protective. I literally just went on a tangent. Okay. No, no, but, that's um... totally fine. So then, so then, okay, Ethan's born with a cleft lip. And yes. you kind of go into protection mode. And then, yeah. I don't know when, but you, you got involved in this organization called Smile Train. Yes. So after I got over the whole look, like, before he got his surgery and everything, before, like, after I got over that and realized, like, this is my brother, like, oh my god. And it, it only took, like, two hours until yeah. I loved him, you know? And, um, so when he was about, um, probably a, a little over a year old, maybe, yeah, around a year old, um, he, I was playing with him in my room, like, I was obsessed with this child, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, he's my like pride and joy. Yeah, he's my pride and joy. Oh, he just started... Sp- Ethan just started crying, like, screaming, crying at the top of his lungs, and I was like, oh, baby, cry, whatever, and then I'm carrying him to my mom, because, like, I don't want a crying baby in my room, <laughs> so I carried him, and then I give him to my mom, and the next thing you know, he passes out, like, he goes completely limp, and we're freaking out, like, she hands him over to me and call 911, I'm literally holding my limp little brother, like, my pride and joy in my arms, as, like, a t- till 11 so year old, yeah, so I'm holding him, and my mom's like, oh my god, like, screaming, freaking out, and, um, we, we call the ambulance, and they come get him, and, like, we're all freaking out, because, like, we think, like, we don't know, he just passed out, like, we don't, we didn't know he passed out at the time, like, we're like, did he just, like, literally drop dead, but, oh. <laughs> it's not funny. Okay, it's not funny. It's no, not like, funny. I also no, have, it's like, not I don't fun. know if I'm just, like, nervous, this is so sad. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, I'm just in a, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> he did not drop dead, but, oh yeah, thank you, Jesus, um, but, so we're falling behind the ambulance and like everything turned out to be fine but it turned out he was he had just had his first surgery so he was having like a bunch of inner ear pain from it because I guess like I don't know how the science works but apparently they're all connected I don't know um but (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know I don't even biology whatever um so he had, like, a bunch of pain in his ears that caused him, like, scream so loud and then pass out. And, like, that was due to his, like, cleft and palate, like, the disorder or disability. And, um, 
that was not that's not the only thing that can happen in kids with a compliment palate and that's the moment I realized I was like if this is like what's happening to my brother that got surgery and like mm-hmm. is recovering like this is like he's he's in the lucky ones you know and I was right. like if that's what happens like I just couldn't imagine what would happen like to kids who aren't available like who don't have the access to get the surgery and so since realizing that like I researched up on it and I figured out like they have trouble eating, breathing, talking, like anything. Like it could kill them if they don't have the proper uh, surgery. So whenever I, didn't I know that. yeah, it's like it's deadly because they don't get enough nutrients because they can't eat or can't breathe at like the right um, time and everything. So at, when I was researching, that's when I came across Smile Train, which is an organization that provides surgery for kids, um, like free surgery for kids that need it. You know. I was probably, like, 7th or 8th grade when I really, like, started thinking about it. Um, And that's when they did, like, the um, student ambassador program. And because I had, like, been following them on social media and everything since I was younger. And then I saw that they were doing that student ambassador program. And that's what really made me, like, be interested and um, start raising money because it was, like, a program specifically for students so it just felt like like it was perfect yeah I think it's so cool because people have um become very vocal about their beliefs on Mm -hmm. things especially on social media and use their platform to be you know social media activists yeah I guess you would say um and there's definitely been backlash from people saying like and just conversations about performative activism Mm -hmm. and so I kind of what I really appreciate and respect about you is that this is something that you're not just telling people like hey raising awareness you're yeah. and you're not just posting about it but you're actually doing something and I think that's really cool and I'm not dissing anyone who posts about things on social media yeah I do it yeah and I I because I, I don't I do other things behind the scenes but to be more public about my support I guess it's I don't know that's just how I do it mm-hmm. um but I also think that it's important to do more than just that, and I that's what I love about, like, how you got involved in Smile Train, because you really did want to make a difference. So for anyone who's listening who wants to do that and doesn't just want to be, like, this social media activist but wants to actually make a difference, like, what advice would yeah. you give them from someone who did it? I mean, it's definitely hard. Like, we are in an age where people judge people so quick. You're judged if, so, you, do it, you're yeah. judged if you don't. So it's like, even when I'm posting, I'm like, are people going to think I'm posting this just to, like show off and be like look what I'm look what I'm doing look I'm raising money which is like obviously not the case but I mean obviously posting is important and it just like you just have to back your posts with your with with your 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 actions so like as long as you're like posting but actually going out there doing stuff to raise money or like even donating to charities that um have like the specific issue that you want to help donating signing petitions things like that as long as you're posting like when you're posting that's the awareness part like oh look everyone this is like what you need to see today and then maybe after posting say here's what you can do about it this is what here's what I'm doing how many because you've said you've raised about a bunch of money yeah I'm I'm close to ten thousand dollars that's insane (laughs) how many do you know how many surgeries that well whatever ten thousand divided by 250 is probably 40 that's that's 40 kids it just adds up over the years if I were to donate five dollars each year that's already like 
almost what you need for a mm-hmm. surgery, you know? This is such a small sum for such a life-changing surgery. Right. Like 250 that includes your doctors, your the actual surgery, uh your hospital stay, yeah. like that is is everything 250 flat. Like it's so mm-hmm. easy and it's like just small things like I would maybe skip out on coffee. Okay, I'm going to donate this later. One time I had like a homecoming after party and I was like, okay, if you come, you got to donate $5, $5 entry That's fee. That's so smart. <laughs> I know, and people are just like, okay. Yeah, like, so I'm right, like, that, that night alone, it was like 250 And yeah. I'm like, it's it's that easy. Mm-hmm. So it just adds up over the years because I've been doing that since freshman year. So yeah, I'm happy with the amount that I've raised. So for anyone who's listening, I'm going to, I don't know what, like, is there a link where they can donate? It's in my bio. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm going to, like, post about it. Because everyone, if you're listening, just donate, like, five bucks. Yeah. Or, I mean, even, it's not even just in my bio. If you go to the website, you can donate directly there. Okay. my fundraiser is in there. Perfect. That's awesome. Okay, so now I'm going to track back. Okay. And this is, like, not about what we just talked about. But (sighs) I didn't really ask you about the divorce. We kind of talked about it. But I want to go into a little bit more depth and talk about... I guess the effect that your parents' divorce had on your life, and mm-hmm. especially, like, specifically to relationships, how do you feel like it affected your perspective on relationships? Well, I think it definitely, like, made the trust issues come into play a little bit, because when you think of your parents, you're thinking of, like, two people who, like, they literally made you, they're supposed to be in love. You're like, if they can't make it, what what's going to happen? Like, you're going to leave me. Like, you know? Right. Um... So, and I also, like, with my current relationship, I'd say that my biggest struggle is with, like, the constant need for, like, attention and, like, affirmation, like, reassurance. Like, like I'm literally, I've been in a relationship for four years. Like, he's, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but it's, like, I'm, like it's still constantly, and I'm, like, right. do you still like me? Because, like, <laughs> my, I mean, my dad's just, my dad and mom stopped liking each other when I was right. eight. So, I'm, like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm scared. Well, okay. There's probably more to it. No, no, I <laughs> but know. You're eight, but so you're yeah. like, mom and dad don't like each other <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, they don't like each like, other. That's all. That's it. They hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like I don't know if it had the opposite effect on me, but like I don't I don't know if it's just like I'm it's harder for me to receive that. Like you say you want the attention and the yeah. affirmation constantly. It's very hard for me to receive it because I don't believe it. And so yeah. like and again, I don't know if I just never saw it done really in a super healthy way. Mm-hmm. But like when guys like do that, like give the attention that you You're like, want, eh. I'm like, eh. like, no. like and we talked about this before, but yeah. it's like and also I'm not in a relationship. So maybe if I were in like a super serious relationship, I would be like, Thank you. Yeah. But I get it from people, I'm like no, you. It's got to be the right person. It's, yeah. it's a healthy balance because sure. people definitely overdo it. But like with me, I'm just like, bring it, bring it. Yeah, I love I it. Want it all I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that so might just be like my um my mild narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we all need it though. Yeah. Right? And that's another. It's like people are always like, oh, you just want attention. Like you're just like craving attention, asking for attention. I'm like. You don't. You yeah, don't yeah not like, who are you to be like? Yeah. these people are just fishing for attention. I'm like, yes, because it's it feels nice. Yeah, to get exactly. Attention. Like everyone wants attention. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe some people are a little bit like more obvious about it. But, yeah. Like, who are you to be like? I don't even want attention. Yeah. Like, I'm like shut up. But also, I mean, I can understand where you're coming from with like you don't believe it. Like you don't like don't even want to fool with it. Because right. like there's moments. Some like most of the time I'm not like that. But there's moments where I'm like. 
is this like real or like yeah. is this someone completely lying to me because it's like I've been lied to like my yeah. whole life by people you know yeah. so and it's I, just... also I think like I feel like I'm fooling them whenever yeah. people tell me they love me or oh god that's deep <laughs> not like that I don't know like when guy, like when guys say sort, certain things I'm like I just feel like I've tricked you into believing this thing about me stop I know it, it's sad but also, I'm, like, working. <laughs> no, no, uh, I, I can get that. I but, get that. But, like, I think more, like, little things, I would say. Like, um, things that I just didn't hear super often as a kid. Like, um, affirmations about maybe my personality and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm like, but I'm just, like, it's a show. Which isn't true. Yeah. But it's, like, I feel like, I don't know. And I. Yeah, and like, sometimes you think, like, I don't know. Like, you're, like, am I doing this for a te- like I could be like sitting alone in my room and I'm like being weird to myself and I'm like why am I doing that yeah like why am I doing that for attention and like, I'm like I'm literally I'm, alone in my room right me. now it's <laughs> like just this me. is just who I am yeah <laughs> yeah no. but it's hard to come to terms with that which is also like kind of a different I mean I think a lot of things I guess happened because of my parents divorce but maybe that's just a me thing you yeah know? like it's kind of funny, though, because we were so close. I'm trying to think of the year. I guess right when my dad first got remarried, mm-hmm. we were really close. And I don't feel like we ever talked about this type of thing. And that's why it's funny because it's like I talked about dissociating. And, like, yeah. I don't remember – like, I don't remember anything pre when I was, like, 14. No, I mean, you see, the difference is I literally – like, the way I remember you is I remember, like, going over for a sleepover and you would be like – Okay, let's Google 20 deep questions that we're going to ask, and we're going to talk about it. No, no, literally, it was probably, like, five out of ten of our sleepovers, like, depends what we're doing, but it would always be, like, at the end of the night, once it hits, like, 1 a.m., Yeah, 20 deep questions to ask, so, I mean, that's why I feel like if anyone were to start a podcast, it would have been you, because you, I feel like you just always been about it. That's so sweet. I... (laughs) I still do that. <laughs> like, my Google searches are still, like, 20 deep. <laughs> I just, like, do it in a different way now. Or, like, yeah. I have that game, We're Not Really Strangers, which is, like, yeah, the exact Yeah, I love thing. that game. Yeah, it's, like, literally 20 deep yeah. questions on Google when yeah. you're teenagers. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's so – okay, I'm, like, really glad to hear that because – and I, th- this is why I need childhood friends because I'm, like, I don't remember you don't these remember things anything. about myself. And, like, I, I remember, like – when I was in seventh grade, like, I probably remember one thing from a year. I remember hanging out with you all the time, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and, like, in the, in my room, like, my purple room yes, or whatever, and I, room. so I, and I remember, like, specific times, like, we put tape on our noses. Do you remember that? Oh, my <laughs> and gosh. And, like, we took video stars all the time. List. So, I remember the things the that I did a lot of, but Yeah, I don't remember, like, specific moments. Like, I, I yeah, I don't. It's hard to remember specific moments. I, you know what I wish we had? You remember that notes list of, of our, our inside jokes? jokes? Yeah, I was gonna bring this I up. Wish it's we so had funny. That. We had this list. Me and Ava had this list of inside jokes, and and at first it was like we really just had a lot of inside jokes because yeah. we were best friends and we were together all the time. But then we like really tried. Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we wanted there to be more, and so we ended up getting to like four hundred fifty inside no. jokes. But it would be like it would be like green crayon. Yeah. <laughs> What even is that? We yeah. would be like, let's look at our old inside jokes. Yeah. And then we'd be like, green crayon. Yeah, and like, we're like, like, we just skip over and be like, that's awkward. Like, yeah. I don't know what that was. Like, we would just we would, make stuff no. up. We would be like, we okay, say we're sitting on a couch right now. We would like, be like, pillows. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be the inside joke. And then we would tell people like, we have so many inside Yeah, we're jokes. like, we're like best friends. <laughs> like, I bet you don't have more inside jokes than us. <laughs> we literally did that. That's oh so funny. God. Oh my gosh. Okay, so back to the whole relationships thing. 
do you obviously you and your current boyfriend Ashton? I <laughs> you can say you I don't can, know why I said it like that. <laughs> you can say his name. It's okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So y'all started dating in like what eighth grade? Ninth yeah, grade? eighth grade. Yeah, and um. So obviously you were pretty young. So mm-hmm. I I can't I'm not like assuming for you to have known your insecurities going into the relationship. So do you feel like you had certain insecurities that were revealed throughout? Yeah, I mean our relationship like started as a middle school relationship. So right, right. it's like I going I remember in, it clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you were my wing woman. So yeah, always. Props to you. Props Thanks. to you. I am so proud of my creation. Yeah, I'm like, proud it of it, too. Yeah, I did and all the work. 100%. That's why we've lasted so long. <laughs> yep, because of me. Yep, 100%. So, yeah, it started off as, like, a normal middle school relationship. So, like, I think as our relationship kind of progressed and we realized, like, as we went through high school, it was, like, we're starting to find ourselves more and more and, like, really become who we want to be and know, like, what our top priorities are and everything. So, as our relationship evolved, like, I kind of realized this is what I need to work on myself because this is, like, what has caused, like, our most arguments right. or whatever. And, um, like, that atten- the attention thing, it's, like, Ava, like, like, because he would be upset because he would be, like, I don't understand why you don't think I love you. Like, right. th- I do all this. Like, I'm trying. And with that, like, I realized that was something I needed to work on. And it's the same thing with, like, communication or holding grudges it's like as time goes on we become better and better at that but I do think that our relationship has brought to light a lot of the things that I struggled with and that I needed to like work on myself which I'm grateful for (laughs) it sounds like a really healthy relationship dynamic in regards to your parents divorce and also just your parents relationship in general what do you feel like were things that you gained that you saw that were positive that you feel like have kind of translated into your relationship? They had, like, such a fun-loving, like, joking relationship. Like, they're always, like, joking and, like, laughing together. It's like they were, like, the best friends, you know? Right. So I feel like that is something that, like, I would, like, die to have that in my relationship. And, like, I would like to mirror that because it's so important that you're, like, partner is like one of your like best friends and that you can have that fun together yeah I mean people say this all the time but it's like initial attraction and chemistry is obviously so important yeah but like looks fade right Mm -hmm. and you get older and like that's not always going to be a constant what if someone gets sick and then they look completely different but if you have that like ability to laugh with each other and yeah it's like it's it's in it's irreplaceable. Yeah, and I it, think that's one of the most important things. Yeah, so that's so that's so good that yeah. y'all um that you try to like mm-hmm. p- make sure that's like a an element of your relationship. Yeah. Well, yeah, it seems like you have such a. I'm so happy for y'all. It's been <laughs> like four years. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It like it flew by. It's so strange. Yeah. Like, I still think. Okay, this was kind of like. <laughs> completely off topic I was thinking about this the other day because since I've known Ashton for so long when I I knew him before his puberty so like I like picture him like as like a little middle school boy and then sometimes when I'm sitting with him I look at him I'm like oh my god like there's literal there's a man in my house right now I'm like why is that why am I with this random man right now it's like when your kids 
Or when you're growing, you don't realize it because yeah. it's a slow progression. But, like, for me, I hadn't seen Ashton. I still haven't. But, like, yeah. in five years since he was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I think I saw him on your story the other day. And I was like, what? Yeah. Because it's, like, it makes sense, obviously. Yeah, like, obviously. Like, they're human nature. <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Because when we had talked on on the, um, we had, like, hung out previously. And <laughs> 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 when we had talked, I was, like, still picturing him as that, like, eighth grader. Yeah. So it's just so crazy to see that. Yeah, it's so um, weird. But, but, yeah, it sounds like y'all have done well. And, yeah. Ava, I, we need to do this more. I know. We just, like, talk. And, and the thing is, like, it's so easy, and that's why I love having this podcast, to be like, hey, come on, and, like, because I want to hear these people's stories. Yeah. And especially, like, people that have kind of been in, like, where I was closer to in the past, mm-hmm. and then we actually, like, have these great conversations, and I'm, like, all the time. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I miss it. It's so nice, and we, we definitely Thank have God for the soon. podcast. Thank God for the podcast. Thank God for the podcast. If anyone's listening from my childhood, hit me up. <laughs> but this was so fun. This was so fun. And I'm so I happy. love you, and I'm so glad that we got to, like, talk about all this stuff, and mm-hmm. afterwards, we can talk about all the things that I forgot and you forgot that we both, the other, remember. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. is real. And I don't remember anything and neither do you. So yeah. you can be like, no, listen, this is who this you is, are. This you is the who same you are. person then as you are now. You are not a different human. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, that's nice to have. Really nice. It is nice to have. Okay, yeah. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I'm going to be putting the link to Smile Train's website in this little bio thing under the podcast. I'm also going to put Ava's Instagram in case you want to reach out to her, DM her if you have any questions. Um, If you have any spare money, please just donate a few dollars. Like Ava said, it adds up and it's making a real difference in these kids' lives. So um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode and I'll see you next week. Bye!